On a dark, wooded road, you wander through the night. You're familiar with your surroundings as you step so surely on, but tonight is different. The snap of a twig catches you off guard, and you begin to hear something. It's low at first, but there's something there. You know you can hear it. Though the fear within you courses through your being, screaming for you to run and find safety, something else is there inside, compelling your curiosity and making you hesitate. Something inside wants to know. You're listening to Whispers in the Night. Welcome back to another true paranormal story presented by Whispers in the Night. My name is Sang, and I'm happy to be back with you tonight for another True Paranormal Story mini-sode. Tonight's encounter was submitted by a listener of the show who wished to remain anonymous. This listener emailed in a very detailed account of what many have come to know as the Devil in the Diner phenomenon. Have you ever heard of the Devil in the Diner phenomenon? It's an encounter that many have experienced and have been left with confusion and disbelief over in the end. And it goes something like this. A person meets a mysterious stranger in a public setting. Uh, These stories usually are described as taking place in a diner-like setting, where the stranger is said to appear ordinary at first, but eventually otherworldly. This stranger might know details about you that nobody else knew. They might try to make a deal with you, or suggest a path for your future. What starts as a casual conversation with a stranger leads to something that feels threatening, or even sinister. But don't let me spell that all out for you. For the respect of the individual who submitted this account, I have special guest Kristen Davis from the podcast CoffinCast reading this encounter exactly as it was sent to us. Enjoy. In the winter of 2012, I had an experience that I can't really explain. I've carried this with me for years, and despite my best efforts, I've actually never been able to explain it. When I do, I'm usually welcomed with a skeptical scoff, accompanied by an eye roll, or a snide remark of disbelief. Some have even told me I've made this up completely to sell my story. But this is my story. It was only later that I discovered that I'm one of many who have experienced such phenomena. So, for the purpose of retelling this story, I'd like to remain anonymous. If you can respect that, you may share it. I needed to blow off some steam. Maybe wind down a little after a day of frustrated customers and impatient management staff. So after an incredibly long night working a closing shift in retail, I didn't feel like heading straight home after I had clocked out for the evening. I texted a few friends to see if anyone would want to meet up for a pint nearby, and as expected, 
None of them were interested or even responded with any kind of answer, so I headed out alone. A winter storm had been developing all day that I had been completely oblivious to, and it was only starting to pick up as I stepped out into the parking lot to search for my vehicle. The snow, heavy and thick, fell from the night sky, covering everything in a wet, white blanket. It took me a few minutes, but eventually I found my Grand Prix and started up the engine. My car was caked in snow, so I spent a few minutes clearing the windshield, wiping heavy flakes to the ground as I let the engine warm. At 11.15, I checked my phone. There were still no replies from anyone, so I decided to pull out of the lot. It wasn't long after 11.30 when I pulled into a local burger joint called JL Beers. The place was relatively new to the area and was growing with popularity due to their selection of local craft brews and all-American burgers. It was fairly close to my job and not far off the highway, so I figured I'd stop in for one, possibly even two, before making the trek to the next town over where I lived. In the restaurant's parking lot, I rotated the key, killing my idling engine and waited a few more moments. I decided I would give it a solid minute or two. Maybe one of my buddies would come through and take me up on a pint. Through the windshield, I watched heavy flakes fall silently. The world outside my vehicle was quiet and still in the dark of the evening. On the main stretch of road that led through town, a singular vehicle made its way somewhere at the late hour, followed at some distance very cautiously by a snowplow. As I looked around, I discovered, besides two other vehicles, mine was the only one in the parking lot that was quickly and steadily accumulating snow. I decided I'd make it quick. If I waited around too long, I might not be able to back out of my parking spot because of the building drifts. I'd be stranded and screwed then. I sighed, stepped out into the cold, and trudged through now ankle-deep powder into the building. A few sips into my second pint, I felt a sudden cold breeze sweep through the bar, sending a chill not only down my back, but I'm sure down the other patrons as well. I rotated on my stool to see an older man coming in from the cold. I returned to my beer and my own business and thought nothing of it. The guy probably needed a beer as badly as I did. Almost as soon as I brought my glass back to my lips did I realize the old man had taken a seat right beside me. I was immediately unsettled. Hello, he said in a low gravelly voice. I turned facing him, facing me. It was me and only me that he was greeting, apparently. Cold night, he continued. He gestured towards the window, where I could see snowflakes coming down a little bit heavier than before. It is. I answered. I nervously sipped my beer. A long night, the man added, nodding. He locked eyes with me. I paused. I couldn't tell if he was speaking for himself. I didn't answer. There was something very odd and unsettling about this guy. I couldn't quite put my finger on it. Though I'd met an older guy or two at the rail before, some boozed-up person just looking for a friend or someone to hold conversation with, this wasn't it. I was sure of it. Inside, my instincts were firing on all cylinders. The man looked as though he could be in his mid-fifties. Deep wrinkles cut through his aged, 
leathered face like canyons in a vast desert, while a thick head of black hair receded into a large widow's peak. His hair was slicked back on his head, peppered in gray. Everything about his appearance was unkempt, but smooth, all at the same time. From the week's worth of thick whiskers that thickly shadowed his neck to the pointed leather boots he wore, I could tell this was a man who, though rough around the edges, somehow got his way when he needed to. He wore a tattered black leather jacket that seemed barely held together by the fibers of its creation. The dress shirt he wore seemed to peek through at places such as his elbows and shoulders. In fact, the thing was so sparsely held together, it looked as though the leather itself, fragile in appearance, was flaking off as he gestured through his speech. What I remember most of all is a very pungent odor of smoke that he seemed to carry with him. It wasn't the overwhelming smell of stale cigarettes or even tobacco. No. Not like you'd expect to smell on a mangy, older, disheveled guy at a bar. This man smelled as though he was covered in what I could only describe as the smell of burn. I say burn, because the odor wasn't of burned wood or ash, but it smelled as though the very jacket he was wearing had been burned at some point while he wore it. Some time had passed since the stranger had attempted to talk to me when a server stopped by to see if I'd like another pint. I glanced down at my glass and out into the snowy night, only to discover at this point that it seemed to be really coming down. I declined. I'd be lucky at this point if my car would be able to pull out of my spot in one go. Part of me was relieved. The closer my beer neared to empty, the sooner I was able to get the hell out of here, and I was only a few sips away from freedom. The server was about to step away when the man raised an index finger. I'll take one, he called in his low voice. Whatever this one is having looks good. By this point, I was starting to feel uneasy. Something about this man felt oddly threatening. I felt a strange obligation to stick around, almost as though I was expected to. Must have been a pretty rough night, huh? I replied hesitantly, spouting off vague but honest details about the night I'd just had. Truth be told, I really needed to vent to someone, and though this man scared the crap out of me, I didn't plan on sticking around for very long. It was when I asked him about his night that I was reminded just how uncomfortable he made me feel. I've got a long night ahead of me, the man said. A lot of people to meet and deal with, but so little time. His gaze met mine and I froze. He started again. So what's your name, friend? Without thinking, I casually let the first name I could think of roll from my tongue along with an introduction. I know I should have probably been frozen in place, left stammering over a lie, but a name came very easy to me and I was actually pretty pleased with myself. Huh. The man replied skeptically, nodding his head with a play-along grin. I looked into the man's now piercing eyes. There was absolutely no way he believed a single word that escaped my lips. A lump of terror formed in my throat and I was desperate to break any sort of tension. I offered a trembling hand forward to shake his. And yours? I asked. The man glanced down at my hand, then looked back at me. His grin cracked into a smile, and he started to chuckle as he rotated in his stool back to his glass. He continued chuckling, even as he raised his pipe up to his lips. I could hear his laughs 
echoing back into my face. I go by many names, he replied. He chuckled a little bit more. After a moment, he repeated, Many names. He looked up at me and grinned again. Well, I should get going. He stood up. I have a lot to do, but not much night left to do it with. At that, he casually adjusted his coat, turned, and walked out of the bar into a blustery, dark night. It was then, with a sigh of relief, that I waved my server down, happy to finally be able to leave when I realized something. The stranger I had been sitting next to hadn't paid his tab. In fact, nobody seemed to even notice he had left altogether. I hopped from my stool and raced for the door, bursting out into the blizzard. Before me, a single set of footsteps led out into the parking lot, before fading in the snow, but no form or figure could be seen anywhere. The same three vehicles remained parked where they had been when I arrived, yet there was still nobody to be seen anywhere within eyesight, nor any vehicle tracks leading out into the main road. The man had simply vanished. I returned to my stool inside, confused and in disbelief from what I had just experienced. I finished paying my tab and trudged back out to my vehicle, where I cautiously looked around for a moment, hoping nobody had been waiting for me somewhere nearby in the darkness. Then I made my way home for the night. Today's episode was brought to you by Spotify. You like music, right? And let's face it, you love podcasts. Why not have both? On Spotify, you can listen to all of that in one place, for free. And you're not even required to go premium. Spotify is an extensive library of podcasts on every topic, including the one you're listening to right now. On Spotify, you can follow your favorite podcast so you never miss an episode. Download episodes to listen to offline. Easily share what you're listening to with your friends through Spotify's integrations with social platforms like Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Just search for Whispers in the Night on the Spotify app or browse podcasts in the Your Library tab and subscribe by clicking follow so you never miss an episode. Spotify, the world's leading music streaming service. And now, your go-to for podcasts. Thank you so much for tuning in to another True Paranormal Story. Remember, you can always submit an encounter of your own by sending an email to trueparanormalstory at gmail.com or even calling and leaving a voicemail at phone number 701-404-9088. Tonight's episode was written and produced by me. You can find Whispers in the Night and True Paranormal Story on social media. Follow us and share your thoughts and favorite episodes. We'd love to see like-minded followers checking out what we do. Special thanks to Kristen Davis of CoffinCast for narrating tonight's encounter. Also, a special thank you to ShadowVibe for tonight's music. You can find links to both CoffinCast and ShadowVibe in the show's notes. If you like what we do here on Whispers in the Night, you can support what we do in a number of ways, but the most important of which is leaving a review wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Leaving a review helps like-minded listeners find the show, and it tells them exactly what you think of it, and more importantly, what you like about it. We have an all-new full-length episode coming up December 1st. Until then, go back, check out your favorite episodes, and share them with your friends. My name is Sang, and this is True Paranormal Story, presented by Whispers in the Night. Thank you so much.
Good night.